Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. It's nice to see you tonight. As you can see, we are coming to you. Actually, this is a bit recorded. We're filming this about three hours early from Kristen's house. I apologize that my hair is just a mop of a mess, but you have to understand we've been in quarantine now since March, and I've had one haircut. And as you can see, by the way, I haven't got my eyebrows done, which <laughs> sounds weird, but, you know, this is what happens. He has an eyebrow guy. Well, my the, my... The guy who cuts my hair also <laughs> takes care of my eyebrows. That's why it looks like I have two caterpillars right now grow, growing over my eyes. No. But anyway, yeah, you and your perfect eyebrows. <laughs> this doesn't sound weird at all, by the way. <laughs> anyway, so it's good to see you guys tonight. Um, I want to talk to you actually about a very serious topic. And it's one of these things I hear over and over again when I hear people say that they're not into religion. They're into relationships with God. Mm-hmm. And let me just say – I get the second part of it, like definitely a hundred percent. We've been trying to emphasize the importance of having a relationship, the understanding that God isn't just some, some distant supernatural being who spun the universe into order and he's just waiting until you die to, to meet you in heaven. It's not like that at all. We serve a personal God who has numbered the hairs in our head and has put us here specifically because he wants to be able to communicate with us. And, you know, I don't mean like through, you know, audible voices and stuff like that, but certainly through through the Spirit. The reason we did the whole relationship series, which I think is now 18 episodes that you can watch on our page, is because I've been trying to explain to you how God uses our relationships with other people, and in particular with our romantic partners, in order to develop our relationship with Him. So, let me say at the beginning that I am all about encouraging you to have a relationship with God. And to the extent that you say that I don't have any time for religion, meaning that you don't have time for sort of the ceremony that kind of doesn't have anything to do with anything, all right, I get what you're saying also. And certainly if you look at all of the rules in the Old Testament, people think of the Ten Commandments. There are actually something like 650 commandments. And some of them include minutia about like how to wash your hands properly and what food you can and can't eat. Okay, I get it. Fine. We don't want to do, deal with that stuff. What I find is that people who talk about how they're not into religion and instead they want a relationship, they really mean like they don't want to do a lot of things they should be doing. Like, okay, you know, uh, where should we begin? Just living by the rules that God has kind of set out for us, which aren't really all that in dispute. Like, well, let's start, you know, tithing, um, you know, being obedient in general. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of these people want to live kind of one foot in the world, one foot out, watching, for example, movies they know they shouldn't be watching, even listening to kind of like destructive music, you know, behaving in a way that it's like you're harming yourself. And more than that, though, when God sets out rules for us and he tells us that there is sin, okay, and you have to understand that sin interferes with your relationship with God. Okay. So when you say I'm not into religion, I'm into a relationship. Fine. But understand that, that the religion teaches that there is sin, a lot of it. 
okay? And that's going to keep you away from the God that you say you want to have a relationship with. Chris and I pray a lot that we become filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. And I kind of visualize my my inner spiritual being as being like this glass, okay? And I, I want God to kind of fill it to the point of overflowing. But keep in mind, yeah, that's that's true. But sometimes there's stuff inside that glass that you got to pull out so that God can fill himself into it. And if you're not going to do that, then you're not going to get the relationship you want. And what you're going to find is you're not going to advance very far in life either. You know, the things that we talk about, the promises of the God, to have prosperity, to have, you know, uh, to have health, to be successful in all these things, he's not going to advance you. Yes, God wants to bless you, but more than that, he wants to improve you to have a relationship with you, okay? And if he's blessing you without you improving, it's counterproductive. So what he wants to do is he wants to kind of incentivize, if you will, your improvement, all right? He wants you, he wants you to ask him, God, what do I need to do to get to that next level professionally? What do I want have to do to get the next level uh, and meet the person in my dreams? What do I have to do to get, get the healing I'm looking for? What do I have to do to get more of you? And it's usually what do I have to remove from my life. Now, I'm not going to sit here and give you a whole list of sins because now you're going to feel like I'm coming down on you and I'm preaching you from the pulpit. That's not it. My goal here isn't to condemn anyone. There's no condemnation in Christ. Don't lose sight of that. But my point is simply this, that religion, in, in insofar as we're talking about the Word of God and what it says and what it says is good for you and what it says is bad for you, that is really, really, really important. So don't think that you can play by your own rules and just kind of have like a best friend God who you say hi to every once in a while. And, and God, I'm so glad to know you, that kind of thing, because that is not going to work. And in fact, the Bible says God disciplines those he loves. So if that's what you're trying to do, you're going to find that all of a sudden he's going to start to kind of push into you a little bit more and make things a little bit more and more uncomfortable and, until it really gets to a point that you have no choice. So you either have to give in to God or get away from God, which is even worse. All right. So my message for you is simply this. Yes, absolutely. We're all about having a relationship with God, 110%. But the antecedent to that, the requirement of that, okay, is that you commit yourself to letting God perfect you, okay, to, to letting you become Christ-like. And that means understanding that our faith prohibits certain activities as being harmful for us and getting those out of your life and just, just rebuking sin. And really, I'll tell you this, just, I'll close with this, that one of the mistakes I made for a long time was believing that I could kind of, once I was saved, I could kind of live one foot in and one foot out of the world, right? Like I had, I was saved, so I had the one foot in the God thing, and but, you know, I, I want to still, living, still live life the way I wanted to and, you know, kind of do worldly things and, and, you know, I'm not saying you can't ever go to the movies, but we all know there's a difference in kinds of movies, right? Stuff like that. You know, and, you know, having friends I probably, who are probably bad influences, things like that. And so when I finally committed, I learned two things. Number one, that's how you get close to God. And that's how you have victory. Number two, those things I thought I wanted, I really didn't. That was kind of part of the lie. So yeah, have a relationship, but religion's important too. That's my message for you today. Do you see me over here? I'm like shaking my head I'm like, <laughs> turkey or something because I'm like, yes, yes, that's good. I'm agreeing. Uh, you know, we don't we don't like rehearse these no, sermons ahead I'm of like, time either. Like, by the way, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I just I, a lot of times I just kind of give the sermon and I hope she likes it. And, yeah, I'm like, Whoa! Uh, I so so agree. I love that, and uh, I think it's something that that we need to hear as Christians, and um, it, I think it's a global global thing that applies to everyone. 
I think the thing that I see is the lack when we talk about that. Oh, no, no religion. And like what you just said was so eloquent. I'm not going to repeat it, but the lack of the understanding of the fear of the Lord, Mm. you know, the fear of the Lord is that what we're, that's what we're missing. Yes. God is our best friend. Yes. He is the one, but we also have to have this healthy fear of the Lord and realize that he is the God of the universe and realize who he is. So I, I think that is definitely something I've noticed. And the other thing, uh, which has to do with my perspective, but it's gonna, it has a broader application. That is, is we, when we do that about being, you know, oh, no religion. We have to be careful that we're not justifying sins and justifying things. That gets into some dicey, slippery water. For instance, um, with my acting background, growing up, I had great parents. I have still have great parents who always were very much strict on, no, we're not going to take this role. We're not going to take that role. Uh, we're going to be careful what roles we take uh, because we don't want want to you know, represent that. I have uh, friends um, or acquaintances, I shall say, who are Christian, and I'm I'm using this as as uh, th- again. There's one thing about passing judgment. There's another thing about saying this is something you know that we really have to watch out for as a church for a broader application. They're pastors of a church. Uh, I think I I know several several. There's not just one, and their children are in professional acting. But it's a clear divided line. This is not, oh, should they be in this? I mean, really bad stuff. I'm not even going to say the name of the program. I wouldn't <laughs> – really, really bad stuff because I don't want to promote it. Um, and, it, you know, the whole mindset of, oh, we're a Christian. We're a light. That doesn't cut it in justifying going along with that. So that's from my perspective in, in acting. But I think there's a broader application when we say, oh, no religion. No, it's okay. Just whatever. Just love people. And we don't, and we take away the fear of the Lord and we take away the truth and we have that counterfeit thing going on. That's really, like I say, that's dicey, slippery water. And again, it's not about passing judgment. It's not about, but it's about loving and calling things out. So it's about saving souls and calling people out and, and well, making it's not, sure, it's you not know? Even passing judgment for you to say, for me to say, this is what's healthy for you and this isn't. Yeah. When a doctor tells you, listen, uh, you got to lose weight, you got to eat right, you got to exercise. Exactly. He's not passing judgment. He's yeah. telling you, this is how it works. Yes. Okay. That's right. I'm just, listen, I'm just telling you, this is how it works. If you want a relationship with God and you want all the things that God yeah. wants you to have, all the prosperity, okay. This is what you have to do. And honestly, it's not that much of a cost. What you're really going to find is you're just, you're just taking stuff. You're taking these weights off of you that are holding you back. Yeah. Okay. It's not like, it's not, um, you're subtracting one thing and trading it for something else. It's God's doing you a favor by removing garbage from your life. And then he's going to bless you on top of that. So it's, yeah. it's actually a win-win. You know, so many, and this could be its own message here, but you know, it, I see so many churches that want to like be accepted by the world Mm -hmm. and so many Christians who want to be accepted by the world. Part of the reason, by the way, we don't take money, Kristen and I, is because I don't want to depend on it. I don't want to have to say to myself, gee, if I give an unpopular message, I'll get less money in this month or something like that. I don't really, (laughs) I don't really care. I like being liberated and not, you know, not having, not having to worry about that. Uh, But, you know, you have to understand, Jesus says, be in the world, but not of the world. 
and that the world rejected him, so it's going to reject you. So if you go into this with this, this, this feeling like, yeah, I want everything God has to offer, and I also want to be accepted by the world and all these, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, yeah. let's be honest, people who are peddling smut like in Hollywood and, and you know, on TV, which really doesn't offer much, uh, if that's your goal, to be accepted by sort of like the, the late night talk show crowd and, and, and people like that, you're not going to get very far. That's not what we are not offering. That, actually, that, that is not what God is offering. Yeah. Okay. Now it's funny because, you know, a lot of these preachers want to be liked and, and they preach a prosperity message and stuff. Hey, we preach prosperity here too. Believe me, nobody believes in prosperity more yeah. than me and Kristen. Yeah. We, we have, you should, when we talk about the houses we want to get, you should see the ones this one picks out. I mean, I like seriously. He so, says dream big, so I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I, I will be the first to to tell you, yes, you know, dream big, pray big, uh, and I, I believe in prosperity. And we wouldn't pray for people for healing if I didn't believe God actually healed people. But you know, I don't have to. I, that part is fine. The the part where I think a lot of people lose it is then they also give this 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 watered down grace message. That basically says, don't worry, live however you want, you know, yeah. and, and live – not worse than live however you want. Live how the world lives, okay? Live the way they show you on these TV sitcoms, you know. Um, and I'm again, I'm not I'm not here to pass judgment on you. You guys can figure out yourself. But it's it's a false doctrine. In fact, I'll go one step further. I think it's actually uh, what the Bible describes as the, doc- the doctrine of demons. Yeah. Th- this idea that you can you can never grow in Christ. And, and I have to tell you, I think you actually at some point really um, – begin to compromise your 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 salvation because you know you're talking about really if you're not growing spiritually you're probably dying spiritually mm-hmm. and remember what what Paul says that we can deny Christ with our actions and yeah Jesus says anybody who acknowledges me before men I'll acknowledge before my father in heaven but whoever denies me before men I'll deny before my father in heaven and we can deny him with our actions mm-hmm. so you know, keep keep in mind, keep that in mind, also. You know, one uh, one last thought that's really good. Um, it, and this could be its own sermon, but you know the the story about the two women, King Solomon, and the they were fighting over which the baby was yeah. which one, and King Solomon knew which one was the mother because the mother who said no, don't cut the baby in half, she can have the baby, versus the other one said, cut the baby in half, fine, she has it, then I have it, and he knew that wasn't the real mother. And I feel like what's going on here in this counterfeit Christianity thing is that we don't want to quote unquote pass judgment. We don't want to do all those things, which again, it's not passing judgment, but it's seen as that as, Oh, don't be religious. Don't be. So we want it to be. And instead the tough love thing, just like a person who has a child who's on, on drugs and needs help or whatever in a specific area, there's a tough love aspect. And so to, to call forth and, and, and call out things is, that tough love and just like the woman who said, okay, you know what? Don't cut the baby in half. And mm-hmm. what hap- is happening in churches is the baby is getting cut in half. Good one. Thanks. I never even thought of that. Jeez, <laughs> that would have been a good sermon. I know. I had thought of it ahead of time. <laughs> well, for we me can... anyway. Well, it still was a good sermon. It just wasn't a good one for me. <laughs> we can put it into another sermon at some point. Okay. So why don't you do the prayer first? Yes, absolutely. Um, well, Lord, just going off of that momentum of what I'm feeling in my <laughs> spirit, that's the best way to do it. Kristen gets high off her own messages. It's great. <laughs> I do. It's going off this great momentum I have for myself here. But I love yours too. It's just, you know, when God gives you revelation, you're like, oh, that was good because it's not me. It's God. You know, mm-hmm. just like when God gives you revelation, yeah. which he did, it was really good. Thank really you. good message. All right. All right. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. 
Thank you. Thank you for your word. God, thank you that you are so in love with us and that you have, you are the God of the universe. Help us, Lord, as we know that you are the lover of our souls and our best friend, but help us also to understand the fear of the Lord, especially in America. But I'm, I'm believing and I think that it's really a, a, a something of global impact as well in other countries. We don't, we've lost this fear of the Lord of who you are. And with that comes this reverence, this worship of you, this knowledge and realization that without you, we are nothing. Not just to say the words, without you, I'm nothing, but to know it, to know that the only reason that we're even here, let alone and existing and, and breathing, let alone being able to do anything, is because of you, God. It's all because of you. And God, you have the power to do anything. You have the power, but you have the grace to do anything as well. And your grace is sufficient for us. And so God, with that same power, Lord, we if we really knew and had a healthy fear of the Lord, if we really had a fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if we really had that fear of the Lord, then we would never doubt your power. We would never doubt your love. We would never doubt anything. We would have, we would walk by faith every single day. It's the fear of the Lord that we need, God. We need to see you. We need to recognize that, that we need the fear of the Lord. We need to know you. We need to know that it's all for you and it's all about you and it's always been you. Jesus, 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 precious Jesus. We need to know that the supernatural things going on. We need to know that Acts, the book of Acts is still being played out right now. We need to know that the things in the Bible that you have done are things that you will you will repeat and, and actually make even better than before, God, because you have gone to the Father and you said that, we will do even greater things through you. That We need to take hold of that. We need to, to run with that and just become everything you've called us to be. We need to know and have the realization that the time is short. The, the day is, the sun is setting. And we need to realize that this is our time. That this is, we've got to hustle now. And, and do what you've called us to do. We can't wait around. We can't wait the urgency, the urgency to get that, that person saved and, and tell the gospel to that, that person. The urgency to pick up the phone, the urgency to pray for those people, to not put off prayer, to not put off asking people if they know Jesus, to not put off anything that God has put in our hearts, to not say, I'll do it tomorrow. The urgency to seek your face, to, to know you as our Lord and Savior and, and have you living in us so deeply. God, we have the, we, you are the most amazing, amazing God. And I know that I, so much awaits us that we haven't even tapped into it yet. Just like when Moses and, and all those people, the Old Testament and the New Testament, they couldn't even, see your face, the weight of your glory, God. We have lost that as a world, Lord. Come back to us. We are inviting you in and the weight of your glory and the fear of the Lord so that we can do what you've asked us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good work. Thank you.
Thank you. All right. What do you got? All right. So we've got some prayer requests. Yay. Okay. So do you want to just You quarterback here? it. Just show me whatever you want me to do. Okay. Let's do um, hope. Okay. Oh, praise report. I don't have my bell. <gasps> just say, just say, go ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. All right. So I can't tell you exactly what happened, but I have a personal matter that involved an insurance company and I got a favorable decision on it today. And it's something that was weighing very heavily on me and the family. Kristen knows about it. Uh, for legal reasons, I can't really give you the details, but let's just say that, um, like I said, it was a very favorable decision from an insurance company and it makes me very, very happy. And it's something we really prayed about a lot. And uh, so we're very, very happy about that. And we thank God for it. Yay. Yay. Okay. Hope says, uh, please pray for a miracle for COVID-19. I hope that leaves my body completely in the name of Jesus. I believe and claim it. Also pray for other people that have been affected by the virus as well. Thank you. Well, hope in Jesus' name, we re- we speak to that coronavirus that's inside of you. We order it out. We order your immune system to function perfectly, to, and we order God, not order God, but we order that your body be restored to perfect health by God. We also pray for a quick end to this virus. You know, I'm reminded God of, I think it's late in 2 Samuel, like 2 Samuel 25 or something like that, where a plague came over the Israelites for three days, and then... David just went and repented, and you bottled it up bottled it up immediately. And yeah, a lot of people died because of that. But God, just like that, I know you can bottle this plague up pretty quickly. And so we still pray for that. We stand in the gap for our country, and we pray for the whole world, really. And we pray for an end to this horrible pandemic. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And um, since I'll just dovetail off of that for the other um, health prayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for Rahuza and Blake who are sick in Jesus name, we pray, Lord, that you would that you would completely guard their heart and mind in Christ Jesus. We pray that you would just come in and do a work in them and just give them new life and you and new put your blood in their in the place of their blood, God, and just may their bodies line up with the will of God in Jesus name. And for R. K. Nathan. We pray for his son, Andrew. Lord, I don't know what's going on with Andrew, but God, you do. I I pray for this uh, family, Lord. I know that it weighs on Nathan's heart. And um, I I pray that if Andrew needs to come back to Jesus, that he does that. Lord, you have such a special place in your heart for the prodigal son. And um, you're just wanting to woo Andrew back into yourself, God. So I pray if that's what's going on there, that you certainly give him the deeper understanding of you. And let him come to know you in a, an amazing way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Next. Okay, let's do uh, Dorothy. Dorothy says, please pray for me. I need a job. I'm in Papua New Guinea. Well, I'm sure they have jobs in Papua New Guinea for you, Dorothy. In Jesus' name. First of all, that's a really – whenever I see Papua New Guinea, I know we have a bunch of people watching us there. Uh, I know that's, a, that's, God, that's an evil stronghold over there. And so, God, first of all, we clear a way for her. We rebuke this, the enemy's plans for her. We clear a path between Dorothy and the job that you have for her, a job that's even more than she hopes for or imagines. And so, Dorothy, I think you have to pray for a big job here, okay, one that just exceeds all of her expectations. 
We thank you that it's coming. It's already on the way. And we thank you and we receive it on her behalf. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, for Lenny. Lenny says, please pray for my niece for fast recovery. She has a fever and a cough, and her name is Athena. Um, So, Lord, we pray for Lenny's niece for a fast recovery in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, we we pray that um, her body would line up with the will of God, Lord, that you would just heal her from head to toe in every single way, God, and just give her the desires of her heart and just give her healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Chrisley? I think that's how you say it. Chris Elise says, please pray for me. I have a big problem in my small business. Pray for my family to have good health always. Thank you, Madam Kristen. You're so beautiful. I like you. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Chrisley. Kristen, I really appreciate that. It yes. warms my heart to know how beautiful you think we are. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, first of all, Chrisley, uh, I have a small business also, and so does Kristen separately. So we know... We know what that kind of stress can be like. Yes. But in Jesus' name, I'm going I'm to pray the same prayer for you that I prayed for me. That I pray, you know, I used to pray that God would be my business partner. And it's actually more than that. I, I pray that God becomes the owner of your small business. That's right. That's I pray right. that God owns my business and Kristen's business and all of our many endeavors. Because Kristen and I have a lot of fires or irons in the fire. I pray that it is so ridiculously prosperous that Kristen Lee has to hire more people than she ever thought she would need. I pray for her family to have good health uh, always, and we thank you, God, that we thank you, we thank you, God, that you want her to prosper in all things, even as her soul prospers. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right, for Jismi, she says, "Pray for my family." Um, I guess a lot of family she says members. She, she's twenty-seven and unmarried. Yes, I know. I was twenty-seven and unmarried. I'm thirty-one and unmarried, but. <laughs> Besides the point, um, but I I I know the feeling. <laughs> um, but that that's that's totally okay. <laughs> Spinstress life for you, Kristen. Is going to happen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we pray for her family. She said there's a lot of health stuff going on with her parents, <laughs> and uh, so in Jesus' name, I pray for Jismi. Um, I know she. Uh, she really wants to be married, and I can certainly. And she's uh, waited twenty-seven long years. Yes, I mean, I'm I, forty-one, so I can kind <laughs> of relate. I used to wonder when people were a little older than me that would say that, and I was, oh yeah, you're right. But um, it's very real to her. So, Lord, we pray that that you bring the right person into her life, Lord, the person that she's supposed to be with, Lord, um, and and give her. The, the match made in heaven, Lord, and, and bring that person into her um, life. And in the time being, God, let her just enjoy the season and just grow in love with you and find wholeness in, in you and serving you. And for her family, we pray for the health, Lord. Pray for every single member of her family to be completely, completely lifted of any sickness, um, any chains of sickness over that the family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Clements. Clemens, please pray for my son who is mentally ill, please. I'm just reminded of that scene in the Bible where a man brings his son. Now, this child was demon-possessed, but he was exhibiting signs of mental illness. and He, he brings him to Jesus to be healed, and Jesus says, um, this is possible if you believe. And the man says, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. And that's why I feel like for you, Clemens, uh, you need to believe that God wants to heal your son and will heal your son. But also, this is a challenge for you also. 
and there's something in you that needs to be healed, something you, you need to grow. This is a great opportunity to grow in patience, okay, love, kindness, and gentleness, all those things. If you haven't been watching uh, the, the few episodes we've done on the Fruits of the Spirit, like last night I did one, I believe it was last night, uh, maybe, I forget, what was I last night? So. Was last night Fruits of the Spirit? I, no, it was either last, two nights ago, two last nights night ago. was intercessory. Yes, two nights ago I did that, I have another video on it. A lot of times, God puts these challenges in our life in order to uh, to help grow us and to grow the various fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, okay? So, God, we certainly pray for total healing. We know that ours is not a spirit of timidity, but power, love, and a sound mind, okay? So mental illness is inconsistent That's with right. a sound That's mind. Right. That's so right. we pray for Clemens, we pray for his son, we pray for both of them to be saved and to receive the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So these two, we're going to pray for Gabriel, who's praying for open doors. That's awesome, Gabriel. That's something I that was on my heart uh, many year, for many years for open doors. In 2020, I believe um, I put something up this January about that, but double doors of favor, 2020. And Sharon says, pray for everyone who is without a job and going through difficult times. Absolutely. Um, it, Lord, we pray for Gabriel and Sharon in Jesus' name. We pray for open doors for both of them and their families, Lord. When, like, Sharon's praying for everyone who's going through difficult times, everyone on our list, all of our listeners and their families and beyond, this entire world, Lord, there's a lot of people going through things and just struggling and just really wondering where you are, God, and um, and maybe have never heard your name, God. So we, we pray for you to to come through for them, Lord, like you always do. You never fail. And we pray for the people who don't know you to hear that gospel message and to accept you. In Jesus' name, amen. And I believe we have just one more, and it's Jessalyn. Jessalyn says, pray for my man. Wasn't that song? Pray for my man. Or stand by my man. <laughs> Did you just sing? That was great. But how's it go? Stand by your man. That's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Pray for my man. Whatever. Like most country or secular songs can become him. gospel songs with yeah. like one or two word Pray changes. Pray for my man. <laughs> that was great. Okay. Mm. Well, let's pray for Jeslyn's man then. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. Father God. We lift Jeslyn up to you. We're so thankful for her, and we're so thankful that she found a man because we have so many people here who are looking for one. We pray for their relationship. We bless it. We honor it because they honor you, God. Use their relationship with one another the way you use Kristen and mine to bring us closer together, but also, God, to bring other people together. Make this a holy, divine relationship. Jeslyn, I want you to pray for your prayer to be that you have the greatest romance of all time with your man. Okay, you have the greatest ministry of all time, that you have the most profound uh, relationship of all time that affects the world more than any other. Krista and I pray for that constantly, but I know that I can pray for that without feeling like if someone else does it, that somehow a threat to me. So I don't really care about that. I want the best for you and I want the best for all these people here, God. We thank you for all these people, for Jeslyn and for her man, for that relationship. We pray you place a hedge of protection around them, bring them closer together and closer to you. We pray for all the other people who sent in prayer requests today. Father God, we lift them all up to you. Yes, God. We honor you for them. We, we honor them for the faith they have of getting out of their comfort zone and writing to total strangers 
to pray for them. And God, we ask that you honor those prayers, that you bless them in all things, even as their soul prospers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your perfect opportunity. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, we're so happy for you. Definitely send us a message or you can comment on the video. We want to know about it. Hi. Hello. <laughs> She's pretty, isn't she? I like her. Oh, baby blush. All right, guys. Well, listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back tomorrow. So tonight's Thursday. We'll be back Friday. It'll be our, our last episode of the week. Soon enough, by the way, I think this is we're in like our early 90s. As far as <laughs> that's why episodes. it looks so good. No, but seriously, I think our 100th episode right now is scheduled for July 24th. So I'll keep you updated oh. on that. Got a minor surprise for you. Oh. Not that exciting, but just it's minor. Don't worry about it. Um, but listen, guys, thanks for joining us. Keep us in your prayers. Please pray that God expands our ministry and blesses us in the things that we do as we pray for you guys. All right. Um, don't forget to please like and share our videos if you wouldn't mind. They help spread the word, and that's what we're trying to do, get people saved. All right? We'll see you tomorrow, uh, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's been a pleasure as always. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.